0: This episode of the F1 Girlies is recorded on Ngunnawal Country. We pay our respects to the traditional owners of the land and to elders past, present, and emerging. This is and always will be Aboriginal Land.
1: Hey everyone! Hey! <laughs> I'm Mick. I'm Geneva. We just had the most chaotic start oh <laughs> to gosh. our episode of the mic, which oh I feel like gosh. sets the tone for most I of feel our podcast stressed. episodes. I feel chaotic. That's where I'm
0: at. Hey everyone, welcome back to the chaos. Let's talk F1.
1: Yeah, gosh, we've got a few things to talk about, but I feel like we can almost condense them all because I feel like every now and then I get this this overwhelming r- reminder of how brutal. The politics of this sport can be and how yeah. big money plays a part like sometimes I feel like yeah it's always in the back of my mind like I'm conscious of like how expensive the sport is but then there's mm. certain moments either in the news or something that's happening that just reawakens that that Hits
0: almost like a bit. the
1: foundation of this sport is so heavily about money more than anything yeah and sometimes I just get that rude awakening again <laughs> <laughs> yes and I say this for a couple of reasons. So for starters, it's what really struck me was there was this random article that popped up on my phone. I didn't go searching mm. for it. it. It found me. It found you. <laughs> and it was essentially saying that Joe Guan Yu is going to lose his seat at Alfa Romeo because he Why? hasn't got backing from his sponsors financially. No. Which means that Theo Porcher, who's an F2 driver, has pretty much been stated as like the, the one who will replace him. I cannot lose Joe. I cannot lose him. <laughs> but no. It, but it's so random because the the way that the story is written is quite like a bit chaotic as well. So Joe Grandu has pretty much shut down this rumour being like, no, the only reason why I haven't announced my extension yet is because it's my second contract, which means that there's finer details. There's Which talks. we've essentially we, – we saw with yeah. Lewis, right? Like that was like months in the making. They're talking numbers. <laughs> They're talking numbers. Yeah. And then the other part of the article was pretty much saying that the only reason Theo Porcher's name was thrown into the ring was because of Ted Kravitz. And apparently somewhere along the line someone just picked up this soundbite of Ted talking about Theo oh Porcher going to for Romeo. It's too much. <laughs> But, again, it just strikes me about, like, how much money plays into this, you yeah. know, and that concept of, like, a paid driver and and all of that as well. Like, not to take away the merit of all the drivers on the grid. Like, I think they're all exceptionally talented Wait, and you have to be.
0: What's the paid driver
1: thing again? So Remind me. So paid drivers, there's a number of drivers on the grid who are considered pay drivers because oh. I don't know how to put it without – sounding pretty, <laughs> yeah like I personally don't 100% believe in the concept and how brutal it can be but kind of people say that a paid driver isn't there on merit they're there because of sponsors oh yes, yes. yeah okay, yeah got but you, of course you. we all have to remember that if we were thrown into an F1 car we wouldn't be able to do it <laughs> so like oh, you know yeah, like you have to be talented yeah. but there are some drivers Logan Sargent, Zhou Guanyu, Checo Perez, being th- three of a few there that are considered names pay drivers. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and That's I just
0: intense.
1: Yeah, and I just thought it's so interesting that Joe's name was being thrown out there in that way I that it's like, Joe. oh no, he's he's not getting enough money from his Chinese sponsors, which is why he's going to lose his seat. And I was just like, what about Lululemon? <laughs> yeah. Get Lululemon on the phone. <laughs> But the second part of why I guess this struck me a lot this week is because of the whole Endretti F1 situation. So I'm going to try and do a very speedy recap. I talk a little bit more about it in our F1 Lowdown. So go watch that on our TikTok or our Instagram. But essentially what has happened is for a few months now, the FIA has kind of done a bidding to get more teams on the grid and F1 and the teams have said, no, this is a problem because of safety concerns and we don't want Mm -hmm. an extra team. And now it's come out that F1 might not be able to reject Android's bid to enter F1. So if the FIA passes this and they give it the green light, there's – a clause in the EU about anti-competition law. And I don't – I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know this in depth. (laughs) But one of the key things I took out of it is that you can't boycott a brand entering the EU if it's because of money. And this is where it gets really complicated because Andretti is getting – like their engineering partner is going to be General Motors, who is an American brand. And because it's an American brand creating money in the EU – there is a very good chance, everyone, that we're going to have an eleventh team on the grid by twenty twenty-five. I know. Sorry, Am everyone. This <laughs> is <just> like <laughs> overwhelmed. Yeah, but and this again, is different
0: to the Audi. This situation. is different to Audi. Yeah, because that Audi's could be taking
1: twelve. Yeah, because Audi's taking over what is currently Alfa Romeo. So they're kind of like becoming oh, a big sponsor. Whereas okay, this is okay. like a proper brand new team entering the sport.
0: I feel shocked. I feel stressed. I feel a headache coming on, Lord. Yeah,
1: another reason why it's oh like, gosh. wow, how how crazy is money in this game? And then, sorry, everyone. I feel like this is a very deep. <laughs> F1 I know, like just don't like worry, hitting it. Don't worry, we have a fun story later in this. But <laughs> the whole Helmut Marco and Checo Perez. I feel like now Which this I is an like extra very layer of crazy that has gone on in the last yeah. like, week I don't really know how to talk about this because I don't really know like I haven't read too much into it but essentially what's come down is that as we all know Helmut Marco likes to talk to the press he says very questionable things a lot of the time but now he's really come out and he said some really racist stuff about Checo Perez to the point now where Oh Checo has come out and said that he is now going to have to think about alternatives for his seat next year. And the I'm really sad thing so is that, like, I don't – I maybe I haven't seen it, but I don't think Red Bull has actually come out and, like, spoken out against Helmut Marco and what he's said. So there's been this huge backlash from the F1 community being like, hey, Red Bull, like, why aren't you taking a stand and saying that this yeah. isn't okay? Like, so who is Helmut Marco in the realm of Red Bull?
0: Sorry, just to jump oh yeah, for me. Oh, yeah, sorry. No, who no, no. He?
1: That's a great question. So he's a Red Bull's advisor. So he is the man pretty oh, okay. much behind all of the really crazy things you hear about Red Bull. So the, you know, Elbon taking over for Pierre Gasly, that was yeah. a Helmut Marco. The Daniel taking over for Nick Breves, that was a Helmut Marco move. Like he, he kind of decides shit. who sits in the seats and he has a lot of power at Red Bull. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of people like there's almost like this running joke about ah, oh, ha, ha, Helmut Marco, but then at the same time, it's like he's a pretty scary dude. Yeah, like, you wouldn't want to mess with know, him. So for him now coming out, and you know him having so much power at Red Bull, and now coming out, and what he said essentially was that Checo isn't as good a driver as Max because he's from South America. What? Yeah. Yup. Which is just all kinds of wrong.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, it's just it's just – That is not yeah. okay. So, has Checo directly been like said to the press, I'm going to have to consider where I go next year? Or th- is it sort of – I think yeah. so.
1: I, I can't remember if I got it from like a – if it was from like a legit site or not. But I definitely – Saw something where it was like Checo Perez has now spoken out and said that he will be potentially looking at other. Oh my god, it was from Sports Illustrated that posted that. Okay, yeah, oh my god. So I just, yeah, so I feel like this whole week has just been like a lot
0: stressful, which
1: you know, sometimes it is just that wake up call of like how. Brutal it's such F1 an intense
0: industry. Yeah. It comes down to money and power. Like there is so much going on behind the scenes, and all the drivers have always said that as well.
1: Yeah. But
0: it's just this is just it tragic. really is an onion.
1: It really is an onion. Like when you learn it about is. like where money comes from, and you know, people losing yeah. their seats. Like what I saw someone recently being like, oh, Yuki Tsunoda could actually lose his seat to Liam Lawson and Daniel Ricciardo. Like. <laughs> it really I'm is. so attached
0: to them all. A yeah. giant chess game. Yeah. It truly is. And even to get into the sport, you have to have money. Like it's just horrific. Yeah. Um. Wow. It shocks me that Red Bull hasn't said anything. Not that, not that I've seen. It, it's like, something would have popped I just, up on our Instagram for sure. Don't you think? Like, yeah, like I'm looking at something. Red Bull's
1: Instagram page now. There's nothing. But again, maybe they posted it as a story. But I feel like reading the news, nothing has stood out to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, it's it's very interesting, especially because Red Bull is going to win the Constructors in two race time. So, it's just kind of like this is all just very. Well, for all we know, there's a panic going on
0: behind the scenes
1: at the offices
0: because it is this delicate thing of power versus,
1: I don't know, the
0: right thing to do. Yeah. But you actually, know? it was
1: really interesting. I can't remember if it was. His, I think it actually may have been on his Beyond the Grid episode. But Yuki Tsunoda was actually talking about how Sebastian Vettel would be a perfect pick to replace Helmut Marko really? because he has been part of the Red Bull family. Like, I I can't remember yeah. where it went, but I think he will I think Yuki or someone was saying, "Oh, like, do you think he'd be a really good team principal?" And then someone was like, "Actually, no. Like, I." Think he would be a really good advisor to Red Bull and then I think Sebastian. I like either read a rumor or something like that that Sebastian Vettel will be in Japan when Red Bull is meant to be winning their constructors Interesting. so people are almost like oh is this they are going to announce that he's coming back as an advisor or something like that so oh,
0: wow yeah. that would be nice though because he's such a such a fun guy I just love yeah. him miss him to bits but wow that's a lot
1: yeah. But, yes, yeah, sorry, everyone. I feel like that has been a bit of a downer to the, wow. to the start. bit very heavy. Um, so I guess with that, shall we talk about Singapore? Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm so excited! Night race, first night race of the we season. Eleven a, <laughs> a really intense race. Apparently, it goes for two hours, which I didn't realise. So it's going to be a bigger one, but, but it's, it's it starts earlier for us yeah, than thank usual. Because I can't do it, guys. It's killing me. And statistically speaking, there's always a safety car as well.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, God. So, it's going to be a fun one. Wait, what
1: time does it start for us? Do you know? In Australia, it starts at 10 o'clock at night. Okay,
0: I can handle yeah. that. That's all. Yeah, right.
1: so not too bad. I feel like That's it always right. throws me when they have early races and I'm like, I'm like oh, what do you mean on? it's I'm not at 11 yeah. o'clock
0: on a Sunday night? I've got to get my stuff together, you know? <laughs> oh, no gosh. No
1: crazy, no... Um, no iconic tweets coming from Oscar's mum. Be like, hurry up. So <laughs> it's funny. one o'clock here in Australia. I have a Pilates session in the morning. I love <laughs> it. So, so relatable. Good. So
0: iconic, honestly.
1: <sighs> but predictions or hopes, dreams, and feelings.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm going to put, I'm just going to spice things up because Ooh. why not? I'm going to say that Charlotte's is going to get polled. <gasps> Could you imagine? <laughs> And then I think... I think uh, I try not to put Max in because I know he's gonna win. <laughs> okay, screw it. I'm gonna say Charles one. Wow. Oscar two. Whoa. Yuki three.
1: Because <laughs> oh why not? I always find it that I, I honestly don't know where to go anymore with those two I and just, three positions because it's like it really could be anyone's game because I feel like the cars each week it's like someone's changing. better on certain different tracks and stuff like that and I don't know how people perform in Singapore like it just feels like such a big different beast I'm confused every week I'm that that it's very like, confused you know uh, yeah is someone gonna purposely crash like 2008? Like, oh, we don't my, know. Oh, <laughs> I no. actually saw a meme about that where it was just like Fernando Alonso there with Lawrence Stroll, the team principal. And then it's just like, it's Lance's time to shine. <laughs> I
0: was like, oh. <laughs> Stop. But I would love him to get a podium. I love Lance.
1: Oh, oh my gosh. I cry. <sighs> <So> good. <laughs>
0: I actually would. I think I'd actually cry. But what's your predictions?
1: Uh, you know what? I would really love Checo to get pole just so he can kind of show yeah, Red Bull. For sure. I'm here. I am the king of the streets. I <laughs> you know. It's true, I would though. I think I would kind of love him to win as well. Like, I feel like he's just okay, had so such a bad run that I'm like, I think I want Checo to win this no, one. Okay. Yeah. And then I would like Lewis Hamilton to be second. Of course. And Carlos signs three.
0: Yeah. I you know, we I think go a go nice Ferrari little like. <laughs> Yeah.
1: That's
0: nice.
1: Yeah. But I definitely feel like happens. there's going to be a DNF. We'll see what happens. I just hope it's not...
0: Alpine.
1: I want them to bring back Nicholas Latifi. You know, he was just, I know he's, you know, a business school now. I feel like he was before my time. Bring it back. He was creating so much drama every weekend. (laughs) Or at least I need a new Nicholas Latifi. (laughs) Like, come on. Someone crash me. I
0: truly, I truly just need the next season of (sighs) Drive to Survive because I wanna see the behind the scenes stuff, guys. I know a lot of you will be like, ugh, they like Drive to Survive, but I don't care. I love the TV.
1: More documentaries about Formula One, you know. I want like one per team. Um, but onto a lighter note, now that we've, you know, spoken Singapore. Um Charlotte Claire going to Eurovision? Oh
0: my god stop. I would watch I just, every single moment of it.
1: I love how like who, who was it? Someone posted and they're is like, this "Oh, actually you know, happen? Monaco." No, but this is the, this is the beauty of it all, right? It's not a joke. Wait <laughs> It what? is a joke, but it's not a joke. So someone tweeted being like, "Monaco has been um their bid to accepted. re-enter Eurovision or yeah. something like that has been accepted. And then Charles. good old Charles Clare on Twitter. Guys, if you haven't followed him, go and follow him and then go and look at all the tweets that he likes. He's just so funny. Have a blast. But he replied to this saying, Stop. I'm ready. Stop. <laughs> so Stop. all of these beautiful memes are coming out of him just being like, can you imagine Charles Clare? I actually saw a news article where it's just like F1 driver, you know, putting his hand up to see a Eurovision. Honestly though, <laughs> This Wait, hang so on. We need to take good. a step back. Can Charlotte Claire sing? No, I don't think so. But you know, he played play the piano. To. I don't think so. He can't? Has I anyone don't heard know. him? Maybe I've made that up in a dream line. Maybe. Of mine, he can. But <laughs> I have a feeling he can't. Like, I feel like, he, you know what would be great though? If, like, Lewis Hamilton performed for <laughs> the UK could you imagine
0: oh my gosh it's just like all the british drivers just in some sort of like choir situation uh, a little band. i actually saw I one recently it. where
1: it was just like who would play what instrument <laughs> like,
0: oh i love f1
1: um, i just love I the twists and turns happens. f1 has just like yo all this crazy stuff's happening. red bull for charlotte claire singing so yes. in Eurovision.
0: <laughs> And a little bit of sprinkle of funny joy, happy times, I wanted to mention was I saw the cutest video of Pierre and Kika. They what were
1: doing, they doing the couple
0: yoga challenge on a TikTok. <laughs> now, I. I literally couldn't do this to save my life. So, the fact that they're doing vaguely okay is incredible. It was so cute and so funny. Go watch it on her TikTok. It is so wholesome. Great
1: way to start the week. Amazing. Um, they're so in love, which we love. Oh, I just I love love. It was like Carmen and George at the Rugby World Cup. I, I was like, them. oh, you're all so good. But it was just so
0: cute. I love oh. those yoga couple challenges. they Are so funny. I
1: don't think I've seen one, so I'm definitely gonna like run to my because it's now like to watch advanced it. yoga. Oh, are they like so?
0: They've good got to like climb it? on each other. No rush. <laughs> So it's, it's like really how funny.
1: people take their brothers to like Pilates class. So
0: funny. <laughs>
1: but um this is pretty much just gonna be a short and sweet ep. Um we really made it very heavy at the start, so <laughs> we hope you go and enjoy Kika's <laughs> and PS a uh, couple yoga video. That's so funny. Um but that's that's it from us this week. Thank you so much for listening. As always, and as always. If you want to check out all of our other stuff in the week, go follow us on our socials. We're at the F1 girlies. Podcast, both yeah, yeah. on Instagram and TikTok. Um, and enjoy Singapore. Enjoy Singapore. if you're having to, to wake up early because you're in the states. Good luck. <laughs> I'm just like yeah. <laughs> I feel like in the UK it's probably around the same time, right? Actually, no, no it would be the same be time for everyone. Such a good time. Because it's, it's the usual us. time for us, <laughs> yeah. So I guess everyone just enjoy your usual everyone programming. just enjoy your,
0: your usual routine <laughs> until
1: Japan, and then I'm very excited for that. I'm
0: like, yes, yes, yes. Only like an <laughs> oh my hour gosh, difference.
1: a three o'clock race? <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> but um, enjoy the race, and we'll catch you all in the next episode. Bye. Bye.
0: This podcast was brought to you by Cliche Media Group.